BG Mania, a video game music podcast for January 7th, 2021, is presented by leveldowngames.com. You're listening to Ring Attack from Mario Golf Toadstool Tour, released July 28th, 2003, composed by Matoi Sakuraba. Welcome to video game music fans around the world. This is BG Mania, a twice weekly video game music and discussion podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, and if you're new around here, what we like to do on the show is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes. Each and every Wednesday, myself and a special guest will sit down and chat about a particular topic, theme, game, or composer while listening to some really excellent music. And then on Saturdays, we'll have another episode up for your weekend listening pleasure. Do us a quick favor if you don't mind, head on over to Apple Podcast Store, wherever you're listening to us, and leave that five-star rating into review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. Today on BG Mania, we're kicking off the new year with nothing but positivity. 2020 was a tough year for everyone, and make no mistake about it, the first seven days of 2021 haven't been off to the best of starts. Stay positive, friends. 
For the first episode of the new year, I wanted to make it something special. And what better way to do that than to invite one of the most recognizable names in the video game music podcasting scene, Mr. Alex Messenger, to join me on the show for the first time ever to chat about sports games. We've been promoting our upcoming Level Down Games Fantasy Leagues heavily across all of our shows, and the first one, dedicated to NHL, starts up next week with the kickoff to the 2021 season. But before we bring the messenger in here, let's kick to our first block of tracks for today. We've actually separated it by sport, so we're actually going to be listening to three tracks from baseball, and then later on we'll have three tracks from football, three tracks from hockey, which the messenger actually picked, three tracks from basketball. We opened up with golf, and we're going to close out with tennis. But let's kick to that baseball block. You're listening to Title Theme from Bases Loaded, released July 1988, composed by Koji Murata and Akihito Hayashi.
You're listening to Menu Song from All-Star Baseball 99, released May 27th, 1998, composed by Rick Fox. You're listening to Batting Game Theme from Super Baseball 2020, released July 1993, composed by Junichi Kuramochi and Hiro Akita.
All right, and we're back in here, and I am joined, finally, a long time coming, I think, for some people. You have yet to make an appearance on an episode, except for us mentioning you many, many times. Host of A VGM Journey, another video game music podcast you can easily find, we have Alex Messenger. Welcome, sir. Uh, hi, Brian. Uh, it's an honor to be on BG Mania. It's an honor to have your voice finally on BG Mania. You've been a listener for as long as I can remember. And uh, your own show doing quite well. You just put up level 42 the other day. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i actually surprised that I've uh, come as far as I have. And it's interesting to like hear like, you know, your audio now. Then when you, and it's kind of like us too, and it's why I never tell people like I always say never go back and listen to the early episodes that we did for BG Mania because the audio was so much worse. And hearing your audio now, as it is, you know, with your most recent episodes, and even as you talk to me here, you can definitely tell you've you've put time and effort into your show, and that is what is most important. And I and I think that shows and why you've been able to build up a a following through a VGM journey. So that's cool. You're not just, you know, you're not just winging it or whatever. Right. Uh, it's one of those things that I always feel like I could improve on whether it's myself or the show. So, yeah, there's always room for anybody to, you know, self, I guess, self-criticize or improve or whatever you want to call it. I mean, I, I constantly see things now that I wish I could do better. I mean, my scheduling, you and I were just talking about that before we got started. I wish I could get better with the actually staying on schedule in 2021. That's definitely one of my goals and New Year resolutions to uh, to keep on track. But today I've got you on BG Mania and we're kicking off the new year. And I wanted to do so by doing a, a themed episode that I, I've had on the calendar for a long time and I just never really knew where to put it. We're talking sports games today as we enter into a new year and we're about to enter into a new season for the NHL. I know that is one of your loves and one of your passions. So primarily the reason I invited you on the episode today. But obviously basketball did just kick off a few weeks ago. The NFL is entering the play playoff season go Browns they made it Alex they're in the playoffs for the first time in 18 years Ugh, yuck. I know you live in PA I know you're a Steelers fan suck it <laughs> <laughs> eh, it's been a long time oh, coming man been a long time coming. I got scared, man. I was watching the game earlier. I was like, I don't know if I could still do the episode with him today if the Steelers win. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, by two points, Baker Mayfield saves the day. They're going to lose next week. You know that. Like the Steelers are going to knock them out of the playoffs in the wild card round. It's going to happen. But at least they made it. <laughs> At least they're there. I could say I was alive still when, when they made it to the playoffs once again. Uh, but we're not talking football yet. We actually just listened to three tracks dealing with baseball, a, a sport that normally kicks off here in the spring. I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to get delayed with the with the pandemic still going on and with with everything. I have a feeling they'll probably start on time, but. I primarily here picked from some retro baseball games, 
because that's generally where my heart goes when it comes to remembering. I don't really get into MLB the show much anymore. I kind of want to. It is something I want to do, but I haven't played an entry in that, and I haven't really played a, a more recent baseball game in a very long time outside of Super Mega Baseball 3 last year, which was like more, I don't know, it wasn't it, it, it wasn't licensed, first of all, but it was more arcadey and it really didn't feel like baseball. <laughs> but the SNES, the NES, those were where my heart really, really goes when it comes to remembering baseball games. What about you? I'm not really much of a baseball fan. Uh, I mean, at all, like even even watching it or going to games or anything like that. Uh. I mean, I've kind of watched it a little bit. I, uh, you know, being from PA and specifically Western PA, I generally like Pittsburgh sports. So I, uh, I root for the pirates, but, uh, I think other than that, like I haven't really dipped my toes in the too many baseball games. Okay. Um, one of the ones there that I that I had in that block of tracks, All-Star Baseball 99 from the Nintendo 64. I cannot. And dude, if I tried to describe how often I played that game back when that came out, I, I was living you. I don't know how familiar you are with Eastern and specifically Northeastern Ohio. I know you're not too far away from where I grew up, but I was living in Cortland, Ohio at the time. Um, which is over in Trumbull County. So not really not too far away from you. And my mom and I had an apartment there when we were, I was in like middle school and high school. My buddy used to come over all the time from across the street. We played this game, this one an NFL quarterback club, 98. Those were the two sports games that found themselves in our N64 a majority of the time. And I really wanted like All-Star Baseball to be this amazing franchise that continued. For, I think it made it to like 2002 or 2003 before the entries stopped coming. Um, I, I, I want to say it was a claim, maybe. I don't even remember who made it. But dude, I just oh, my God. And, and you know how it is like in our area. You're up in the, the northwestern area of PA. We get a lot of snow. <laughs> So it, it, I just dude, so many days I just remember being snowed in playing sports games with my buddies and it, it, it just this this episode's a feel good episode for me. A lot of these tracks I, I really do have a, a soft spot for, even though they may not be like the best musically. I have a soft spot for a lot of these tracks. Uh, in recent years, I've kind of discovered more and more that these sports games, especially the uh, the retro NES, SNES era sports games, I mean, quite a bit of them have, I, I would say, very underrated uh, music. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been there, there's some heavy hitters out there that, you know, some some really popular composers have worked on on what was it uh who did ken griffey jr on the snes i know we I, man I, I should know that off the top of my i believe head. it was the fallen i i want to say it was it was it was tim yeah, tim and jeff fallen you're absolutely right i remember that specifically like that one had great music and that obviously because it has great composers so i don't know it's not always i should back then 
it wasn't always like ripoffs of popular music. Now, when it comes to sports games, it's just music that we hear on the radio and music that we hear everywhere else. It's they don't really have original soundtracks anymore. So I think a lot of people, especially ones that aren't from our generation, maybe they're from Gen Z and, and really don't have a lot of experience with the NES, SNES, Genesis, or even like the N64 era of, of consoles. The ones that really started on CDs when they started putting actual music in, because you think GameCube was 2001 and Madden then was was I God, I remember Seether on I, I think it was Madden 2003 or 2004 with uh, with fine again. So since then, like we really haven't had original pieces of of music in sports games. So you're right. That probably is why a majority uh, of memories with sports games or, or things like that, especially when it comes to music, tends to be from that, you know, 8 bit, 16 bit era. Because now it's just real songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now it's just real stuff. And I think even with the newer sports games, you know, even with all of its licensed music, I mean, I, I've discovered a lot of different bands and and all that through these various sports games. I mean, I think that's the coolest thing about licensed soundtracks, the ones that pull, you know, a bunch of different music genres together is that it does allow you to maybe discover something that you normally wouldn't have hear, heard. I, I remember seeing event. Well, I forget what Madden it was in, but Event Sevenfold was in a Madden game, and a lot of people discovered them through that, and that was really cool. Being a fan of them originally, like, seeing them explode through Madden was, was super cool. But since we're talking football, I think that might be a good spot for us to kick to our next three block of tracks. We're going to open with a with a really popular one from Tech Mobile, but we've got some stuff in here from NFL Blitz. We've got some stuff from Bill Walsh College Football. The Messenger and I will be right back after this block. <laughs> You're listening to Offense Theme from Tecmo Bowl, released February 1st, 1989, composed by Kaiji Yamagishi. Thank you. 
You're listening to Halftime from Bill Walsh College Football, released February 1994, composed by Brian Schmidt. You're listening to First Quarter Theme from NFL Blitz 2000, released August 17th, 1999, composed by Paul Webb.
Ah, football. Like I said, man, Browns are in the playoffs. I can rub it in just for another week until they knock us out in the wild card round. But are you a fan of of NFL games? Because I know you're a fan of hockey games, which we're going to get to here next. But how about football? Uh, actually, yes. Okay. Okay. What are some of your memories with with some of your favorite football games? Um, I guess just ignoring the yearly Maddens. Uh, I actually really like the uh, Tecmo Bowl games. Oh yeah, Tecmo Bowl. My my buddy actually hosts a a Tecmo Bowl tournament every single year around the Super Bowl, and it, I don't do it anymore because he lives over in uh, in Trumbull County, still over there in Mineral Ridge. So I unfortunately don't make that drive anymore since I'm more centrally located in Ohio now. But I used to love partaking in in the Tecmo Bowl tournaments, and it's still a great game to go back and play like it's aged obviously but it's still really freaking fun yeah i i always like to go back to tecmo super bowl on the snes and i mean it's not too it's not too much different than tecmo bowl on the on the nes but i just i love how simple it is to get into it you don't really have too many plays yeah the controls were were simplistic obviously it's the nes controller and i mean there were like six seven plays maybe not even that many like it's i don't know it was a very easy game to get into there's like 12 teams but i i just always was a fan of the soundtrack to Tecmo Bowl coming from composer Kaiji Yamagishi. Yeah, I, I was a huge fan of his work on Ninja Gaiden that Tecmo produced. So, you know, hearing his stuff, which Tecmo Bowl was a year prior to Ninja Gaiden. And then since we're talking sports today, another baseball game that I actually looked at it was, was one that he composed as well. Another Tecmo game, Bad News Baseball. Because I just remember, my God, I rented that game so often. But I didn't pick from that one. I didn't pick from that. I, I wanted to spread it out a little bit. I want to be overloaded with Tecmo stuff. So, <laughs> But it's kind of cool. Kaiji Yamagishi was uh, more recently seen uh, this past year. He actually had some tracks in Streets of Rage 4. So that's kind of cool. He's still out there doing stuff. So that's neat. Um, another football game we had in there was Bill Walsh's College Football. Now, I am a major fan of college football. I actually probably would say I, I'm a bigger college football fan than I am professional football. I'm a huge state, obviously, of the or, or a huge fan of the Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm, I'm glad that they mopped the floor with Clemson this past weekend. And, you know, there there's high hopes that maybe they'll win the championship this year. I, I think they could beat Alabama. We'll see what happens next Monday. But um I am a huge college football fan, and this is one of my favorite games that focuses on that sport. Obviously, EA doesn't put out NCAA football anymore. There's rumors that they're bringing it back, maybe even early as, as this year. But uh, I would love to see that come back personally. But Bill Walsh's college football on the SNES. This another game that spent so much time in my Super Nintendo, and it's kind of weird because I'm not a huge like fan of sports video games anymore. I still play them, but not nearly as often as I used to when I was a kid. And that could be primarily because there weren't as many games to play back then. Like we have so many options now with indie games coming out all the goddamn time. <laughs> 
So my, my, my gaming time is kind of taken up by other better games, I guess, this, than now. Where, whereas sports games, I, could just, I go to when I'm bored or when I have nothing else to play. Well, it was like one of those things when, you know, back then you probably had, what, maybe 10 games and that's all you had. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have your own disposable income. So you're basically stuck with whatever you get on Christmases and birthdays and trading and saving up your allowance. So, yeah, I, I I still have this actual game, Bill Walsh's College Football, upstairs in my bin of SNES games. And it's one of those ones that I'll just never give away or never get rid of. I've sold a lot of things throughout the years, especially as we downsize and we get ready to move later. I can actually say later this year now we're getting out of this freaking basement studio. Thank God. But uh I've been downsizing more recently, and, and that's one of the ones I'll never give away, though. That that one's got a special place for me. Yeah, coincidentally, uh, well, the last few years, I've been building up a bit of a collection of uh, SNES and uh, N64 games. And uh, just recently, for my birthday, I actually got that Bill Walsh game. Haven't even, oh, no haven't even played it yet. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad I'm not the only one that actually has a copy of it because I didn't know. I, I don't think it was ever that popular. I, I wonder. I, I don't think it was rare, though. Was it? I don't know. You just recently got it. Was it rare to find? Like, was it hard? Uh, I have no idea. I okay. honestly, all okay. I know yeah, is I don't, I, I haven't, I don't think it is. I haven't. haven't I don't think it. it is. Yeah, I don't think it is. But such a great game. Um, I asked in Discord amongst the other LDG guys in our staff channel what their favorite sports games were, and pretty much all of them mentioned NFL Blitz. So we had to include something from from NFL Blitz here. We got the first quarter theme that we just listened to before we came back. I never really put a lot of time into the console versions of NFL Blitz, where my Blitz experience lies uh, over in, in, you know, Trumbull County. There's the Eastwood Mall. And when I was growing up, they had Kahunaville uh, on the second floor. And I remember going to Kahunaville on the weekends and NFL Blitz was one of the arcade cabinets that was there at the time. And that's where my Blitz memories come from is that freaking Kahunaville playing NFL Blitz playing. Oh, my God. What else? Do, uh, the, the wrestling WrestleFest game was up there. Um, they, they, I miss Kahunaville. Did you ever go there? Were you ever over in that area? I've actually been there once and I had a good time. OK, I, uh, I it's, it was a lot of fun. Um, NFL Blitz is, is something I wish would come back. I, I wish that's, you know, the EA wouldn't have such a stranglehold over the, uh, the the football licensing issues, because I would love to see this style of game just, you know, clotheslines, body slam, power bombing people on the field. That was so much fun. I wish they would do that again. But I think what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and kick to another block of three tracks that you've actually curated for us. We're finally going to talk some hockey. But before we do, let's kick to those three pieces of music. You're listening to Game Start from Blades of Steel, released December 1988, composed by Shinya Sakamoto, Kazuki Morioka, Atsushi Fujio, and Kiyohiro Seda. 
Hello everybody, it's Kyle from The Media Files. And if you don't know what The Media Files is, what are you even doing? The Media Files is a pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Every episode, a special guest and I will be talking about something happening in pop culture, whether it's movies, television, music, books, sports, video games, you name it, we'll talk about it. Subscribe to The Media Files on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. You're listening to Title Theme from NHL 94, released October 1993, composed by Rob Hubbard. Listening to Keep Skating from Super Blood Hockey, released August 17th, 2017, composed by Sean Daly.
So as we enter the start of the NHL season, for, for those who don't know, we're doing a, a fantasy NHL league through Level Down Games as well. And The Messenger, you are in that. It's going to be exciting. I, I think there's four of you that are like major hockey fans in that league. There's you, there's Dan, there's Joe, who's got the Stone Cold Snipes, and then there's Kyle. The four of you are going to probably dominate that league. I'm really excited to see how it goes, though. However, talk to me about these games, because I happen to know your team name in that league is the Blades of Steel. And that probably is one of the better hockey games that I can remember. Oh, yeah. I, uh, well, obviously, you know where I got that team name from. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was just, uh... It was just the perfect name because, you know, we're we're all a bunch of gamers and absolutely, you know, we're doing fantasy hockey. So I was like, OK, you know, let's, uh, let's have the best of both worlds right there. Um, now, how much time did you put into uh, to Blades of Steel back on the NES? Because that was uh, a Konami game, if I'm remembering correctly. And like I said, this this is a even though it's back on the NES that like the hockey game and specifically, which, you know, we also played a track from NHL 94 in there. Those really still to this day are some of the better hockey games to release. I've actually played quite a bit of Blades of Steel, uh, not so much on the NES. Surprisingly, I actually have had more experience with the Game Boy version of the Ooh, game. OK. Uh, I know that the track that I uh, picked was from the NES one, but the gameplay is, you know, about the same. So I it's largely yeah. the same. Yeah, uh, it's a really fun game. The it, it is. It's an it's an incredible game, especially, you know, for for being an NES game. And I know Dan is a, a huge fan of NHL 94. That was one of the primary reasons he pre-ordered the most recent one to come out back in October or November or whenever it released because it came with that version of NHL 94. Did you actually pick that up too I or did. no? Have you played it? The actual NHL 94 remaster, whatever they're calling uh, it? NHL 94 Rewind is what it's called. Yeah, how is that? Uh, it's NHL 94. Uh, is it updated at all? Yes. Isn't it supposed to be like, is it the new rosters yep, now? Updated rosters, updated teams. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I think it's pretty much just a glorified ROM hack of NHL 94. But hey, that's not exactly a bad thing. No, because that's still one of the better actual hockey games to release that Genesis version of NHL 94. That's the one Dan always talks about as well. Uh, you guys are such big fans of that game. And I, I remember like having access to NHL 94. But what I wish they would do, I wish they would sell the the rewind version separately. I don't think they've started. I have a feeling that they will eventually. But whenever they do, I probably will pick that up because that I'm interested in. I'm not so much interested in the more recent game that released. Yeah, that I don't care about so much. Uh, Oddly, they have it on Xbox Game Pass, so you don't. Oh, oh, no kidding. (laughs) I so I think that's like the only way that you can get that game without actually getting NHL 20 without the pre-order. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I don't know because I have the Game Pass 
through PC. I still don't have a Series X or Series S yet because I've not been able to get my hands on one, unfortunately. I'm still trying. Every time I see retailers pop up with them, I still try and they just sell out so fast. I'm also still trying to do it through Xbox All Access, though. I've, I could have easily had one if I just wanted to pay the $500, but I don't want to do that. I want to actually do it through Xbox All Access, so I'm still trying to do that. Uh, you also picked a track from a more recent hockey game, Super Blood Hockey. That one came out, I, I want to say last year on the Switch, but it may have been a couple years before that on, on PC. But I remember we talked about that recently and Dan was actually, actually, you know, I think Dan bought it and we talked about it on the show. I'm almost positive because I think he streamed it on Twitch because I remember watching this one. I don't own Super Blood Hockey, but I remember watching it on Twitch and I, I dude, it, it just, it looks like a, a modern version of an NES SNES game. It's really cool. Yeah, it actually plays quite a bit like NES ice, ice hockey, uh, except there's just a lot more violence in it. And it actually has a, uh, I was pretty surprised about this, but there's a, they have a franchise mode where you uh, get to run a, run a team, but your, your players are made up of, uh, I think they were like a bunch of convicts or something like that and then you are they now these are randomly generated con convicts i'm assuming it would be hilarious if it was like you know actual convicts i think i think it was randomly generated yeah <laughs> i do a bit but this is always uh this is always one that i've i've kind of considered picking up and um it, it seems really fun and it seems like it did kind of well in terms of like reception. People seem to be okay with it. It was fun. I was actually glad just to get a hockey game on the Switch. Right, yeah, because we don't really have any other options on the uh, on the old Nintendo Switch. Sports games are are very hard to come by unless they have Mario in the title on on a Nintendo platform. <laughs> and really, man, that's outside of Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. They don't really have just a Nintendo hockey game, do they? They've had basketball. They've had soccer. They've had golf. They've had tennis. Yeah, they've never done hockey, I don't think. Hockey, baseball are the two that I think they've ignored for just like their own standalone releases. So maybe we'll get a Nintendo hockey game one day and that'd be cool. That'd be nice if they would actually do that. <laughs> Well, Messenger, it's been an absolute pleasure having you come on the show today. We've actually got one more block of tracks to kick to. We got our basketball block, uh, basketball block. That's a tough one to say uh, three times fast if you wanted to try that. But after that, we'll be closing out the show. So it's been a pleasure having you come on and chat about some sports games with me. It's been a pleasure being on the show. So thank you for having me on the show, Brian. Where can people find a VGM journey and where can people find you? Well, the main home for VGM Journey is on anchor.fm slash VGM Journey, but you could find the show on pretty much all the major podcasting services that you could think of, like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. They could also follow me on Twitter at VGM Journey. Hell yeah, we'll put an actual link to all that stuff in the description of the show and listeners of VG Mania. If you're a fan of video game music, as you obviously are, if you're listening to this show, check out a VGM journey because it's just 
slightly shorter versions of of BG Mania. You play the same type of music and you've got the same love for video game music that we all do here at Level Down Games. So if you're a fan of this show, make sure you go check out The Messenger with the VGM Journey as well. It's an excellent show. Your show, though, it's like 20 to 30 minutes. It's not long. It's a nice, quick one way trip to work for most people. Yeah, it's not a huge commitment for listeners. Yeah, so definitely go check that one out if you've got some spare time. But Messenger, like I said, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today, and we'll definitely have you back on in the coming months. So thank you so much for being here. All right. Thank you, Brian. All right. We're going to kick to this next block of tracks, and then we'll be back to close the show out right after that. You're listening to Main Theme from NBA Jam, released March 4th, 1994, composed by Rick Fox. listening to Character Select from Mario Hoops 3 on 3, released September 11th, 2006, composed by Masayoshi Soken.
You're listening to Menu Theme 2 from Coach K College Basketball, released in 1995, composed by Jeff Van Dick. That is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible, of course, by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop in over to our YouTube channel, that's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames, and subscribe to our channel there if you haven't already. While you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. Stocking us on social media is perfectly acceptable, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook would be the place to do so check that description box for the appropriate links and of course in that description box you will find a link to our discord server click it join it and interact with us taking us out of the episode today we're going to be taking a listen to tennis result from wii sports released november 19th 2006 composed by kazume totaka keep the music playing and keep it loud